Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 And welcome to AAR Ranch. The Car Firearms Group Studios. Mark Walters here in the Six Hour Mic in front of the Six Hour Microphone, I should say. And it's all being brought to you by the Great X Insurance. Greg over in Dallas, Texas. How you doing, my brother? Uh, here we are. That music means that this is live and it is rolling and we are ready to go. Would you please be so kind as to tell people where they can participate in the chat while we are live? Yep, sure. If you'd like to join our live chat, all you have to do is head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. All right, that'll do it. Bam, pow, zamo. That'll bring you right into the chat. The chat's been very active lately, too, and we do watch the chat throughout the program. If you listen to The Daily Show, you'll note last week in particular, we quoted a number of you who were commenting in the chat. Do so again today, and if we can get to it, which hopefully we will, we'll read some of those. So let's uh, let's get started. I I was going to – I had a really good opening, and I thought, you know – no, because I have too much to talk with Alan Gottlieb about. So maybe I'll push that off until tomorrow. Let's go to the Second Amendment Foundation founder, Mr. Alan Gottlieb, out in beautiful Washington, who is in Arizona now, I think. Alan, how the heck are you? Welcome in, my friend. Thank you, Mark. Good to be with you and your listeners. And yes, I'm in Arizona. I was just the uh, speaker, keynote speaker at the luncheon for the Arizona Civil Defense League's uh, annual meeting. Can I, can I mention the fact that you got an award? Because I saw a picture of it, and it's absolutely beautiful. Yes, you can. I'm really proud of that award. <laughs> Alan just got an award. There you can see how easy that is. Arizona Citizens Defense League hereby recognizes Alan Gottlieb as an honorary life member of AZCDL for a lifetime of tireless work for the right to keep and bear arms presented on this 21st day of October 2023. Alan, I am a life member of AZCDL, a longtime member of that organization, a fine organization. They do amazing work, and that, that's quite the honor Congratulations, my friend. On behalf of all my listeners, I know everybody feels the same way I do. And ladies and gentlemen, the award is beautiful, too, by the way. Great stuff, Alan. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a number of places I want to go with you today, but I'm going to start with the Supreme Court. And I'm going to start with or not, not the Supreme Court, excuse me, with uh, Judge Benitez in California. Then we're going to go to the Supreme Court. But I, I want to start with Gavin Newsom's statement from the Office of Governor in California regarding Judge Benitez's ruling on assault weapons in California this past week. Governor Gavin Newsom today issued the following statement after a U.S. District Court's decision invalidating California's assault weapons ban law. Today's radical ruling comparing an assault rifle to a Bowie knife is a direct insult to every victim of a mass shooting and their families. Californians' elected representatives decided almost 35 years ago 
that weapons of war have no place in our communities. Today, Judge Benitez decided that he knows better. Public safety be damned. California's gun safety laws work, and they keep our families safer. Today, California's gun death rate is 43% lower than the national average, and a vast majority of Americans agree that these weapons do not belong on our streets. Judge Benitez is hell-bent on making it more dangerous for our kids to go to school, for families to go to the mall, or to attend a place of worship. We are working with Attorney General Rob Bonta to fight this extreme and logically incoherent ruling and keep California safer, but we should not have to get... We should not have to go get Judge Benitez overturned every time he decides to write a love letter to the gun lobby. This is exactly why I've called for a constitutional amendment, and this is why I'll keep fighting to defend our right to protect ourselves from gun violence. Earlier today, Attorney General Rob Bonta filed a notice of appeal to overturn the decision. Which part of that do you want to tackle first, Alan? Yeah, there's a lot there, Mark, but let me say when... when, uh... Governor Newsom talks about the judge being radical or extreme. The real radical extreme person happens to be the governor of California, Newsom. He's the one that's proposed the 28th Amendment to shred the Second Amendment to take away gun rights to begin with. He's the one that labels these things weapons of war when they're not. They're just semi-automatic firearms defined by him as an assault weapon based upon cosmetic characteristics. As the judge pointed out, it has nothing to do with the rate of firepower or caliber, or anything, or anything else, or, or deadliness of the firearm, and in fact, they're used by, for self-defense all the time. And the judge, in his opinion, cited cases that people have used them for self-defense. That if it were up to Governor Newsom, the people would be disarmed and not be able to have those firearms to protect themselves and their family members. Alan, let's unpack some more of what he said. Well, I guess we should say this: Benitez found the California assault weapons ban unconstitutional. It's a 76-page ruling. Have you gotten through all of it yet? Yeah, of course I have, because obviously the Second Amendment Foundation is one of the plaintiffs in this suit. It's one Boom. of our big victories. And the bottom line is, is that if, I guess the governor then would call me an extremist as well uh, <laughs> and, and want me having children killed in schools and all this ridiculous rhetoric of his rather than really solving the real crime problems that we have. Uh, again, he's picking on an inanimate object rather than the criminals who misuse them, which are running wild in California under his administration. Alan, and let's go to a, a statement. And a vast majority of Americans agree that these weapons do not belong on our streets. That's not true. We've seen poll after poll after poll. But let's just say it was. Is our Constitution based on a poll result, Alan? I, I, I just, I'm asking for a friend. No, that's a very good, that's a very good question or statement, Mark. Obviously not. And, and again, what uh, Governor Newsom is trying to do is go back to the old balancing test, so to speak, of what's good for society. Is it better for people to have firearms or not? Uh, you know, and that's not what the Second Amendment's about. The Supreme Court in Bruin talked about balancing tests don't work anymore. That's not what it's about. It's a text and the history of the Second Amendment and what it means. You don't just run a poll and decide, okay, now we're changing people, taking away people's rights. That's what's extreme. That's what's disgusting. That's what Newsom and his fellow Democrats are up to. And they're, they're never going to stop, ladies and gentlemen. They just write our show for us every single week, it seems, particularly Newsom in California. Let's remind listeners, 18 cases ongoing, Second Amendment Foundation filings against California alone, Alan, out of 54? It's actually 55, and I think it's 19. <laughs> 19. So the numbers keep going up. Let's take his radical statement about Benitez's ruling. Today's radical ruling comparing an assault rifle to a Bowie knife is a direct insult to every victim of a mass shooting in their families. So let's read what he said. Wait, 
can I, I want to stop you there for a second. Please. Because the judge, the judge didn't really compare a Bowie knife to, quote, unquote, an assault rifle. What he talked about was common you know, common use, common ownership back at the time that the Second Amendment was written for what people own then or own today. And, and it was commonly people commonly owned a Bowie knife, just like they commonly own the AR platform right now is the most commonly owned, sold, mostly sold uh, platform for a semi-automatic rifle in the country today. And so, again, he's misconstruing or he's, he's intentionally lying and trying to, you know, stir up public opinion with false information and, and, and code words, so to speak, that mean I want to take your guns away. So the governor's office can can charter another poll so that he can come out and say, see what most people think, which is what Newsom has done for years. Here's the actual statement from Benitez that Alan just referred to. Like the Bowie knife, which was commonly carried by citizens and soldiers in the 1800s, assault weapons, in quotes, are dangerous but useful. But unlike the Bowie knife, the United States Supreme Court has said, quote, there is a long tradition of widespread lawful gun ownership by private individuals in this country. Alan, that does not compare, quote unquote, assault weapons to Bowie knives. But I guess it's the lowest common denominator that he's trying to reach with his statements. Yeah, you know, it, it's all came of rephrasing and re-rhetoric, you know. You know, they talk about gun safety rather than gun control, gun gun bans, you know, gun confiscation. Uh, they talk about it. They, they change the weapons of war. The semi-automatic firearms are not weapons of war. Uh, I mean, this is the kind of language they use to try and manipulate public opinion polls. It's like a PSYOP. <laughs> it's like a California governor's mansion PSYOP. It really, truly is, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let's shift to the release from the Second Amendment Foundation two days ago on the 20th. And this one, I, and it makes sense, and I want you to explain this to listeners, but SAF, Second Amendment Foundation, ladies and gentlemen, says California gun ban ruling should affect Washington law. If a gun ban, this is a quote from Allen in the release, if a gun ban in California is unconstitutional, it is just as unconstitutional in Washington. We are eager to see this case through to what may become a Supreme Court confrontation because we are confident that we will prevail. People who support gun bans like California Governor Gavin Newsom and Washington Attorney General Bob Ferguson are wrong on this important constitutional issue. Alan, we're getting ready to take our first break. When we come back, I want you to address that because this is also the Ninth Circus. And I want to talk about where this case goes forward, and then we're going to march through a few more topics with you because there's some SCOTUS activity that I want you to clarify for listeners of Armed American Radio as well because SCOTUS made news again, and the left is claiming that the SCOTUS is siding with the anti-gunners, etc. We'll talk with Alan Gottlieb in the next segment. We're going to cover some quick ground, so buckle in. Armed American Radio's MonsterCast continues with the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, Mr. Alan Gottlieb right after this break on the flip side. Don't go away. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. 
It's well known that we live in a world where even good police officers can become targets for frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide liability insurance for police officers to eliminate your exposure and to protect you. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. The long-awaited six-hour P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer-shooting, easier-handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with SIG-like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new P365 380. Defender Coffee was created by Patriots for Patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck Holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to move quickly in this segment with Mr. Gottlieb. It will fly by. 
Car Firearms Group Studios, Six Hour Mike. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. Alan, welcome back. SAF says California gun ban ruling should affect Washington law. California and Washington are in the Ninth Circus. Take it away. Yeah, so we're going to be filing what's known as a 28J letter with a judge in Washington State where SAF also has a suit against Washington's so-called ban on assault weapons, making sure the judge is informed that a similar judge uh, in the Ninth Circuit in California ruled against California's laws being unconstitutional. Uh, and again, like I said, Mark, if it's illegal in one state, unconstitutional in one state, it's got to be unconstitutional in the other state as well. Uh, I also did uh, the other day an interview with uh, Town Square about our suit in Illinois, because Illinois passed an assault and ban as well, and obviously this affects that one too. We'll be filing these 28J letters uh, and making sure the judges are aware that there's a similar case that impacts the, the, you know, their rulings as well in, in not only Washington, but in Oregon, in Illinois, in Maryland, uh, in New York, uh, so I mean, we're in other states. So every time we get one of these victories, we then have to go update all the judges in the similar cases every place else. Even if it's outside of the circuit, makes no difference because this is constitutional law we're talking about, right? Correct. Okay. Now, we know Bonta is appealed. We know this is coming. And here's what people are thinking. They're rolling their eyes. Okay, great victory. It'll last all but three days. And the Ninth Circus is going to take the case. And they're going to lift whatever it is. They're going to do whatever they do. And it doesn't make any difference. We're right back to square one. That's the cynicism people look at this with. Is that fair? Yes and no. Uh, First of all, let me give some history on this case. Uh, this case was in, in this Judge Benitez's court, I don't know, I think four years ago or something, five years ago. He ruled in our favor. It went to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, who agreed with us. The Ninth Circuit then took it in bunk and overturned it, and it was appealed to the uh, you know Supreme Court. And what happened is, of course, it all got kicked back down, and Ninth, Ninth Circuit uh, basically then kicked it back down to the judge again to reaffirm the case, so to speak, based upon the ruling in Bruin at the Supreme Court, we had to start it all over again. And so we've, we've been going like crazy with this, and the judge gave the state of California extra time to try and do their research to show that this law that they passed banning so-called assault weapons has any resemblance to the, you know, any history back when the Second Amendment was ratified or the text of the Second Amendment. And they, they kept stalling and they kept giving him stuff that was garbage, which he di- dissected in his opinion. Um, and, but he gave the state of California every chance to try to you know, uh, make their best arguments possible. Uh, because he wanted, knowing it was going to go up to appeal, he wanted to make sure that his his decision was bulletproof. Uh, and so now it's going to go back up. It's a good chance the appeals court again will rule in our favor, and the Ninth Circuit will try to take it in bonk. Probably, I'm just guessing here. Uh, mm-hmm. California appealing it because what they're trying to do is stall as much as they can because they want to see a different Supreme Court. They know if this case gets to the Supreme Court, and again, justice moves slowly, uh, and we're all frustrated by that. We're eventually we're going to win it, and so they want to stall it long enough so they can either A, uh, have Biden get reelected and appoint more different judges to vacancies on the court, or B, try to expand the court with anti-gun judges so there's more ju- more judges on the court that will rule against us because the current makeup of the court will rule in our favor. I'm convinced of it. Okay, it, it, just because time is of the essence right now, Alan, and, and you mentioned before that you know we're going to win this case, and, and I agree with you. Having said that, forget the time frame. What happens? Well, I guess I can't forget the time frame. I guess I kind of kind of got to ask. Are you confident 
that eventually this case or similar case will get to Supreme Court. You're confident of that? Yeah, I don't think this is the one that's going to get there first. It's possible, but I still believe that our our attack on the Maryland, Maryland so-called assault Baldwin ban on Bianca, uh, that, 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 that case is going to get to the Supreme Court first. We already had it there. They yeah. uh, re- reversed and remanded it back then to, to the court after uh, you know, they, they ruled in Bruin. They're familiar with that case already. They've had it on their agenda, and that one's working its way back up, and I think it'll get there quicker. And so I'm, my feeling is that one will get there first. But, you know, it could also be other states. We have, we have a number of assault and ban challenges in various circuits all across the country. Uh, Gavin Newsom knows he's going to lose. All right. I, I feel comfortable with that response. Listeners, I hope you do as well. Just because of time, I want to move forward now. New York Times is reporting, as any anti-gun outlet is, and I'll just read their headline. Supreme Court again lets Biden's limits on ghost guns stand. Now, we know there's no such thing as a ghost gun. But what is what's this? What's the New York Times telling us here? Well, there was a preliminary injunction against, uh, you know, ATF and Justice Department enforcing it. And the Supreme Court basically lifted the preliminary injunction while the case is going through the courts. It's a more procedural type uh, decision by the court. It's not on the merits of the case whatsoever. And I believe when the merits of the case finally get through the appeals courts and get to the Supreme Court, uh, again, we will win this one as well. All right. Now, I have a question related to this from a listener who sent me an email. His name is Paul. Mark, I hope this isn't a stupid question. Could you ask Alan, has he or would he ever sue the ATF? I thought that's a great question. Well, yeah, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Again, our suit against against this Biden thing is against the ATF. We have suits against the ATF all the time. Uh, where we've sued on the arm brace issue. We've sued on the frame and receiver issue. We've sued them on, on the America's Procedures Act that they do things illegally. Uh, we sue ATF all the time. Uh, there's no two ways about it. And so our track record already proves we do it. All right, Paul. Good. Qu- I'm glad you asked the question, Paul, because a number of people, <clears throat> Alan, when they hear these cases against the pistol brace, et cetera, they don't really know that it's the actual ATF that's being sued. But that is who's being sued. So when you say we're coming after the Justice Department, it's the ATF, correct? Just want a c- clarification yeah, I mean, for listeners that don't you know, understand that nuance. Yeah, it's all part of the Justice Department, and they're all government, you know, three-letter alphabet agency, so to speak, or four-letter so BATF. Uh, and, you know, and it's all, all suing the administration. Uh, so it, it's, it's all put together. But ATF, who, get, is, who enforces these laws, hence we have to mm-hmm. sue them as a defendant. Paul, thank you for the question. I do appreciate the opportunity to get it to Alan and make clear, because I know a lot of people here, Justice Department, ATF, so it's the same thing, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Alan. Jews are buying guns in the United States in record numbers. Are you surprised? No, I'm not surprised at all. Anti-Semitism and violence against the Jewish population in our country is at an all-time high. And with what's going on, you know, with Hamas and terrorists, uh, and the fact that we have an open border, our southern border, and we, and we know that terrorists have already gotten into the country. Uh, the Justice Department, even Biden, admits it at this point. But they only know a fraction of those that have crossed the border. Uh, you know, lots of people now are realizing that there's lots of reasons why they need to exercise their Second Amendment rights. And one of the ways to exercise it is to buy a gun to protect yourself and your family. Uh, Alan, real quick, with the time we have left, the firearms industry has been kind of flat this year. I made a prediction on The Daily Show that that's going bye-bye. 
that I think the firearms industry is getting about ready to explode because of what's happening geopolitically around the world. Would you agree? I think you're probably right about that. You know, you can only have so many years of record sales before there's going to be a slump for a while. Uh, and we've had lots of record years of sales, so it's hard to say. But you're probably right. We will keep our eyes peeled. Alan Gottlieb, founder Second Amendment Foundation. Alan, thank you for everything that you do on behalf of myself and all of my listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, join us. I'm a life member. You can be, too. SAF.org. Alan, thanks. We'll be back with AWR Hawkins on the flip side. long-awaited six-hour p365 chambered in 380 is finally here the new softer shooting easier handling micro compact option for everyday carry with an identical grip module and slide with a nine millimeter it'll fit all existing p365 holsters the p365 380 is the most durable 380 micro compact pistol on the market standard with sig like night sights and an optic cut plus two 10 round magazines and a mag loader the p365 380 is the ultimate micro compact carry pistol and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new p365 380 the gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep in bare arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve. 
Defender Coffee was created by Patriots for Patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The Voice of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Andy Hoosier, the Voice of Reason. Thank you for the rejoin, Andy. KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker. You got a good one up there. You got a good one up yonder way. Andy Hoosier is the Voice of Reason, and he loves Bigfoots and UFOs and all kinds of fun stuff. You can hear him on Mondays, mostly Mondays, sometimes Fridays, sometimes Mondays and Fridays. On Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll see if he's available tomorrow for the Daily Show. Greg in Dallas, Texas, the uh, hour is moving right by, buddy. So I'm going to forego uh, any other nonsense and get ready to rock and roll. Are you done? You good? You ready? Do we need to do anything? Or is everything cool? Everything good on your end? I think we're fine. Clock is okay, right? Is it really moving this fast? Or is it me? I guess that's uh, my question because we just rolled right through those two segments with Alan. Good yeah, I, I'm not even stepping on the bo- on the Zoom switch. It's just uh, okay. flying right by. You don't need to now. All right. Six-hour mic lit up for you here. Car Firearms Group Studios, X-Insurance presenting all of it. Let's go to – I was going to say – You almost – You almost said Alan Gottlieb again. It starts with an A. A.W.R. Hawkins, Breitbart News. How you doing, brother? Doing great. Great to be with you. So you were traveling all day today, and I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule because I know you're probably tired. I know you. And, and I, I, you had a long day today. So thanks for being here. Let me say that in advance, okay? Not a problem. Federal judge strikes down California assault weapons ban. We were just talking with Alan Gottlieb about that. You wrote that. I think you got it out there faster than anybody, as far as I know. Yours was the first one that popped up. Your thoughts on Benitez? I mean, you know, a lot of gun rights activists refer to Judge Benitez as St. Benitez. This guy, has he is just a thorn in the side of California because California doesn't respect the Constitution, and Judge Benitez does. You know, look, this is going to make it to the Supreme Court at some point. As Alan pointed out, AWR might not be this case. It's likely Maryland gets there quicker. But do you feel like he does, that we're going to win this eventually and put down Newsom and his gun control? Oh, yeah, I've been I've been dying to see a uh, assault weapons ban case make it to the Supreme Court. And uh, I believe that uh, Justice Thomas is chomping at the bit to strike one down. Uh, that's just my opinion. I don't have any inside scoop. It's just watching the things he's writing. These uh, an assault weapons ban does not square with uh, the Heller decision. Uh, it doesn't square with uh, McDonald v. Chicago. That was 2010, and it doesn't square with, of course, Bruin. And I think you saw that if you read what Benitez wrote. You know, 
he's very clear. He's like, these, these, you know, the court has said commonly owned firearms are protected. And he's like, what could be more common? These AR-15s, what could be more common? Well, he pointed out the numbers. Yeah, and he made a point that I've made at Breitbart for I don't know how long. Far more people are stabbed to death than are killed with these rifles. Far more. It's not even, it's not even close. And uh, so it, it also shows a little bit of disingenuousness on the part of these gun controllers. They act like they're so concerned for life. They're so concerned for life. But you got seven times more people being stabbed to death in California than killed with rifles. Seven times more. And that's Benitez. He put that in front of everybody. And uh, so I, I'm tired of it, and I think he is too. I'm proud of him. Yeah. I, that, it, it just begs this question. Newsom's got to know this. So what's his end game? I don't know. I Well, Newsom's a crybaby, number one. Uh you know, he comes out and he says Benitez is an absolute disgrace. Right, uh, right. Well, Benitez's job is to protect the Constitution. And that's what he believes he's doing right here, and I happen to agree with him. And uh, there's nothing disgraceful about it. And little crybaby Gavin, Gavin can just have uh, his AG appeal this if he wants. Let's get it going. And uh, maybe we will get lucky, and this would be the one the Supreme Court ends up with. Either way. As long as one gets there, I'm happy. It would be fun to see Newsom get smacked, wouldn't it? it, it and I know that's where you were probably going with that. It would be fun to see a California case get put down by the Supreme Court. And Benitez's rulings right. are so – and they, they – do you – you sense this – his rulings get stronger and stronger and stronger in defense of gun rights, in defense of the Second Amendment, don't they? Right, Yeah. And then, you know, and then what you get out of Crybaby Gavin is he calls Benitez the NRA's puppet. And, I mean, that's all that is. You know it. That's just, uh, uh, that's just a call. That's just a whistle uh, for leftists, that language is. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with the NRA. And uh, I'm not putting them down. I'm just saying the NRA is not. Uh, they're not what they were in the right. minds of uh, of the people. And so when Gavin keeps going after the NRA, I know he's not in the know. He's really not in the know. Uh, if he was, he'd be saying something about uh, gun owners of America. He would be talking about the Second Amendment Foundation, those kinds of things. He's a he's he's just a lap dog for the left is all he is. All he can do is say the same things over and over Uh uh, that's typical leftist. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that about the NRA because I sense the same thing. I look at this as what he's attacking the NRA. Does Newsom not know that the NRA is a shell of its former self? And I'm not trying to pick the pick the NRA apart, but facts are stubborn things, and that's just a fact. And Newsom, I guess, is not he he doesn't know this. Yeah, I, I don't know if if the attack on the NRA worked ten years ago, it's not working today, Newsom. It's pretty much that simple. Let me switch gears and go to Georgia to a case that I've wanted to talk with you about because you actually called me to ask me if I had seen this dash cam video. And at the time, I had not. But you've got a story here with the dash cam video showing the physical altercation of the shooting death that led to the shooting death of Leonard Cure. You want to tell us about this? Because this was a Camden County, Georgia case that I'm very familiar with. 
and they were screaming, you know, it's racism, all this nonsense again. And here we've got this dash cam video, AWR, that shows this guy about ready to choke out the deputy and throw him out into traffic before he gets shot and killed. Tell us about this. This is pretty compelling stuff. But that, you pretty much summed it up. That's what happens. And, uh, he, you know, the deputy tells him to come get out of the vehicle, and he says, I'm not going to do blank. And uh, then the deputy tells him to put his hands on the back of the vehicle. He refuses to do it. Deputy says, you're going to get tased if you, you know. Anyway, the deputy ends up tasing him. He pulls the tasers out and grabs the deputy around the neck. Uh, and uh, if he could have cut his air off, got him a little weaker, it looked like he was trying to push him out in the road. And they're, they're mm-hmm. on an interstate. Cars are going by the whole time. And uh, the deputy ended up shooting him. But the deputy tried first, non-lethal. He, uh, he talked to the guy for a while first. And then uh, it seems to me that the guy forced his hand. That deputy was in a life-or-death situation. It wasn't a, mm, well, should I or should I not? What do, how do I feel today? It wasn't that kind of situation. It was life and death. And I think the deputy did what he had to do. Well, according to the video, it's, it's 100% clear. And I hadn't seen it prior to this. But you had Ben Crump. You know, he's Al Sharpton, you know, on steroids. Everything's race with these guys. Everything is race with Ben Crump and the rest of these guys. See, civil rights attorney. He commented following Cure's death, and you wrote this in the piece. It is god-awful that he would escape that injustice to have his life claimed by more bias. The injustice, if I remember correctly, is that, and I believe it was NPR you noted, that he spent 16 years in prison in Florida on a wrongful conviction, was let out, and this is what happens. But the video is clear, brother. It's clear as day, is it not? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't see any questions here. And, uh, you know, I remember when they started doing all these videos, body cam and otherwise. And I was against them. I remember when they first came out. I'm like, that's one more thing that officers got to remember to do. That's one more. And, of course, now they come on on their own and different things. But, you know, it's funny. Now I look back and I couldn't have been more wrong because 99 0.9% of the time, what do those videos show us? They show us that these that these cops actually risk their life so many times to avoid lethal force. They, It's a last measure. And in this case, that's exactly what you see. Go get AWR's column, ladies and gentlemen. Read this. Take a look at the video yourself. Make your own decision. I can already tell you how you're going to come down on this. It was a clear-cut case of self-defense by the police officer and a justifiable use of force. We'll be back with AWR one more segment. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. 
Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig like night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Ah, wow, the hour flew. Good heavens. One more segment with AWR Hawkins here in the Car Firearms Group studios on this Sig Sauer microphone. All of it brought to you by X Insurance. Please go out of your way to visit all of our partners. You can find them all at armedamericanradio.com. Don't know about you, but fall is where I am. 
and the cutting edge firewoods have been roaring here. The cutting cutting edge firewood fires, I should say, have been roaring here at the ranch. They would be today, but I'm a little busy right now. Cuttingedgefirewood.com. Make sure to visit all of our partners, all of our partners at armedamericanradio.com. And a happy birthday shout out to a very dear friend of mine, Tiffany, who I, whose birthday party I missed yesterday. Feeling a little bit under the weather, Greg. Not, not just not correct. Sinuses are a mess. And I wasn't sure if I was sick. Didn't want to get anybody. Uh, didn't want to get anybody sick. If in fact I was. So happy birthday to you, Tiffany. Thanks for tuning in as always. AWR Hawkins, uh, welcome back in. Uh, Tiffany, uh, you know Tiffany AWR and Steve from up the cove. Great folks, right? Happy birthday to Tiffany. So there we go. Phenomenal folks. All right, I, we got to go to New Orleans here for just a second. I covered this on the on the Daily Show this week, but you went a little bit deeper here with some of his quotes. Soros-backed New Orleans DA carjacked by armed suspects. Now, I don't like to laugh at this stuff, okay? I, I, I was a, a potential victim of a carjacking attempt, and I had a gun with me. I never had to pull the trigger, and I went home to my two-week-old daughter alive. And my wife is not a widow, and my son would be born two years later because I had a gun, AWR, and you know that story well. But you have a Soros-backed DA here who you point out campaigned on alternatives to incarceration for certain criminals and pursuing changes in the unfair money bail system. What happened here? And you think this guy learned a lesson, or is he just too far agenda-driven gone? Yeah, I don't know if this guy learned a lesson or not. I mean, you know, armed robbers uh, took his car. I know that, his Lincoln Navigator. Uh, It was later recovered, but his mom was with him, and uh, she's 78, and... uh, uh, he, you know, he urged her to get out of the car, and uh, they cooperated with the robbers. And um, you know, just a different. It's it's probably it's probably one of the first times he's he's had a wake up call like this. But you know, it's like after watching these same kind of people in Chicago, and by these same kind of people, I mean these leftist uh, office holders in Philadelphia too, where you have uh, the DA there is so far gone. I don't have any faith that this guy learned his lesson. I don't have any. If anything, he strikes me as someone who he may now want a police escort or something like that. And uh, (laughs) I'm I'm not, I I don't know that. I don't know it, but that, that would be more for his mindset. You know, I'm hopeful that he learned a lesson and and I, I would be willing to bet good money, good hard money that in private conversation, he's saying things that he's never going to say publicly. But it's it's possible. I, I don't know the answer to that question. Like I said, it's just a gut feeling because it's dangerous out there. Senate staff are robbed at gunpoint in gun controlled Washington, D.C. Are you sure that headline's right? I mean, Washington is pretty gun controlled. I, I are you sure it was robbed at gunpoint? The Senate staffer. Uh, it, it was. It was. You remember, I'd written a piece about a month ago where uh, a congressman had warned staff members not to wear jewelry. Uh, mm-hmm. Not to wear anything that draws attention to them when they're on uh, uh, public transportation. Uh, it's what you get when in a gun control city. Uh, you what you do with gun control is you make criminals kings because criminals still have their guns, and even if they don't have a gun, if they have a knife, you have lost your tool to fight back with. You know these these leftists. They're all like, oh, if we could just ban guns, everything would be better. No, because what happens when you ban guns, ban guns or whatever it is, 
then the criminal still has that gun. You just don't have it. You're stupid. If you're out there listening and you think a gun ban of any sort is a good idea, I, I don't want to be mean, but you're stupid. All right, because criminals, by their very nature, don't obey the law. And gun control gives them a, an upper hand. It empowers them. And uh, that's what you're seeing in D.C. That's what we've watched for years in Chicago. That's what we're seeing in New Orleans. And uh, it's just how it is. Yeah, New Orleans um, recently overtook St. Louis for murder capital. But they've been bopping back and forth for their murder capital numbers. And, you know, I'm glad you mentioned the warning about not to wear your nice stuff, your jewelry, you know, the things you work hard for. I mean, God forbid you go outside wearing the stuff that you buy. But you've got a story here. Rams Demarcus Robinson robbed of over 100000 at gunpoint in L.A. I guess Demarcus Robinson didn't get the memo that he wasn't supposed to be wearing $100,000 in jewelry as a multi-gobzillionaire on the streets of L.A. because on Fridays they took it to him, too, didn't they? At gunpoint in gun-controlled California. Right, right. Same story. Different different page, same story. Uh, yeah. Gun control, you know, California's number one gun control state in the union. Uh, and what that means is criminals have guns, law-abiding citizens don't, and Gavin Newsom's a crybaby. Well, you just reported last week, and I covered as well, just a nice little segue here, uh, L.A. Rams cornerback Darian Kendrick was arrested last week on a felony gun charge Monday morning just hours after his game against the Arizona Cardinals. Do you know any more about that? Because I questioned it. Was it because he's from somewhere else? He had a permit somewhere else, didn't know California law. Do we know anything else? No, I I really don't. I didn't uh, keep pursuing that, and I really don't know anything else. But, you know, it's common. I've written on a number of... uh, of rappers and other people who have been arrested and they just have a gun in their car for self-defense. But see, that's the thing. That's how this gun control works in California that incrementally, incrementally change everything until now you get caught in California with a gun in your car and you don't have a concealed carry permit. You're in trouble. And guess what? It's not easy to get a concealed carry permit. That's how the left wants it. So that basically means it's so much hassle that they hope the law abiding system will just, forego being armed period don't worry about it and uh you see what that gets you uh that gets you robbed of a hundred thousand dollars worth of whatever uh, at gunpoint yeah by criminals with guns interesting stuff we're going to end with you on a happy ending story but i want you to tell us what happened in polk county texas when a homeowner confronted an alleged intruder thursday at his front door what happened in texas because you have famous words if you're going to be dumb don't be dumb in texas what happened right yeah this guy was dumb in texas i mean he's trying to get in this guy's front door guy calls the cops and says i got a guy trying to i don't know if he's trying to kick in the front door or whatever he's trying to get in cops show up by the time they get there the homeowner has shot the guy in the head and the guy's about two miles down the road bleeding in a car and uh, I don't understand this, but they take him to the hospital, and his injury is not life-threatening. So I don't know if he—I don't know if he shot him with a twenty-two and it just grazed him. I don't know what it was, but he sure didn't get him in the nose with the forty-five. Because if he'd have done that, he'd have made a canoe out of that boy's head. And that's what you need to anticipate if you're in Texas being this stupid. You need to anticipate someone's going to fix your head up like a canoe. 
And what is it? What leave us uh, leave us with a note about dumb in Texas? What is the AWR saying about Texas? If you're going to be dumb, look. Oh, if you're going to be, be dumb. Oh, Greg, go ahead and play it. Look, if you're going to be dumb, don't be dumb in Texas. It's a bad state to be dumb in. AWR, you said it then, and you say it now too, brother. Thanks for everything, and thanks for jumping in here with us. I know you've had a long day today in the air. Thank you, AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News, fun stuff. You can read everything AWR writes in defense of your Second Amendment at Breitbart News. Just look him up, AWR Hawkins, Breitbart News. Six minutes after, we're talking geopolitics in a dangerous world with Neil McCabe for the hour. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort, and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit mypillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800 978 9358 and Remember, use promo code AAR.